it means a, a lot for me, for both of us probably, like, as opportunity, because for both of us, this is such a huge, we're so, so grateful for this opportunity to come here and grow and um, make good TV, yes, but celebrate people and share their story. And um, God, I'm getting emotional. So <laughs> I think to me, it means like opportunity, if that makes sense. I mean, like every time we do a shoot, yeah. someone's yeah. telling me about a new project that's being developed or a new restaurant or a new event, or it's you know the second year and they're planning so much more for this event so growth I mean I'm I think I'm here at an awesome time Welcome everyone to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name is Landon. Today's sponsor is Il Primo Espresso Cafe. Il Primo is not only the oldest coffee shop in Wichita, but also was recently renovated. Il Primo has a prime location at Woodlawn and Central. It's great before work, during the day, or on the weekend. Try their drink of the week, a white chocolate maple spice cold brew with cold foam and cinnamon sprinkles. Today's guests are Josh Silverman, and Jillian Carroll of the Good Day Kansas team. Good Day Kansas has a very similar mission to Wichita Life and aims to bring Kansas to you. We dive into what motivates Josh and Jillian and what brought them both to Wichita. Enjoy my conversation with Josh and Jillian. All right, here we are in the Wichita Library, and I'm here with Josh Silverman and Jillian Carroll of the um, Good Day Kansas team. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Really good. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, so we just were on your segment, which I'm not sure when that airs, but um, we wanted to get you guys on and f- kind of flip the script on you guys. So Yeah, first time for that. That's yeah. pretty cool Good. that we get to yeah, hop on someone on else's air, together. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good to hear. Um, so what I kind of want to with my hands? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, since this will be on YouTube. So yeah, Where do I look? <laughs> uh, um, so I just want to know a little bit about you guys. For, so want to know what Good Day Kansas is and then just a little bit about you guys. So uh, start off, what is Good Day Kansas? You want to take it? Yes, I will. Um, Good Day Kansas is everything. No, I'm kidding. Um, Good Day Kansas is a lifestyle entertainment television show on mm-hmm. the local NBC affiliate, so KSN Channel 3 right here in Wichita. Um, and really, we were laughing about it earlier, but our tagline says it all. So our tagline is bringing Kansas to you. And we just aim to really support the community. And to us, that means different businesses, different parts of the state, showcasing hidden gems it's like we're saying our promo (laughs) Um, but it's really that's what it is to us so it's a vehicle to support local businesses shine light on um, really just great people great things that are happening and really just um, show why it is such a great state to live in I think oftentimes things get overlooked maybe in this side of the the state and maybe even even western Kansas as well so shine a light on that really I would say also like events yeah. We like to promote a lot of events that are coming up. You know, we stay pretty current on that. And so whether it's in our intro or a segment, you know, like the Kansas Humane Society, they clear the shelter. They have an event next weekend. We do a lot with that. So mm-hmm. it's just um, just kind of getting the community and promoting what's what's great about Wichita and, and Kansas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can definitely uh, feel you guys on that yeah. one. Like, same thing for Wichita. You guys just are on a bigger scale for all of Kansas. But, yeah, I agree. A lot of people would just kind of write Kansas off as a flyover state and – not really worry about it. So, um, 
how often do you guys put these out and what's the kind of turnaround time on these? Cause you guys looking online, you look at the past week of posts and there's <laughs> 20 clips out there. So what does that look like? Yeah. So we have four segments a day, including our intro, which we usually don't post. So right. So it comes out to five a day. Uh, we usually don't do the intro because it's usually about us kind of what's coming up in the show or, or what's happening. So it's kind of more standard, but we have, uh, four other segments a day and we have a bunch of reoccurring segments so we have a fitness segment a segment about uh, furry friends which is you know <laughs> you would think it's His just favorite. dogs fan favorite His yeah favorite. Um, thing is just dogs but it's really just been all animals um, we have a bunch of you know different things throughout the week and the turnaround time it, it kind of depends on, right. on what it is but people have been great in terms of getting us out there to promote their event or just working with them to set up a time for a shoot so it's been less than 24 hours or it's been on the longer end of the spectrum, but it's yeah. it's very manageable and we love doing it. Yeah, and so we started in February as a Monday through Friday show, okay. um, which which really was 25 segments a week. And we got it off That's the ground lot. and Josh joined the show and now we have added Sunday. So we've wow. added that as an additional day of programming. Now we're up to 30 segments a week. Um, and like Josh said, they, we, we go all over the state. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we will make a trek out to Western Kansas sure. and just get as many shots as we can, as many segments as we oh, can. Yeah, and sometimes they'll air later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we try to hit every area of life from being healthy and fit to being a parent to music and arts and things like that. Cool. Um, I kind of forgot what I was going to ask. Um, so you guys, do you, is that like every week or every other week? Do you, how often do you travel outside of Wichita? Man, I would say every week. Yeah. Either one of us. Maybe it's Josh one week and me the next. Right. Or vice versa. Maybe it's both of us. Yeah. Um, and when we go, we try to really pack it in. And we have an awesome team. You know, Julian and I are the face of it. We have an awesome team behind us. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they'll try to kind of load that day up. So maybe it's like every other week or sometimes you'll go twice in a week and then you won't go for a little bit. But it's great for me, especially coming to Kansas, is I've been able to see so much of the state that I wouldn't have oh, yeah. at a desk job or anything Probably like that. Probably more than a lot of people that have grown up here, honestly, Probably, for yeah. Western Kansas and different We've areas. Seen a lot of it in, in my yeah, time. we actually did a week long road trip and mm -hmm. we went through Western Kansas. We hit 33 towns. I didn't even know that some of these towns existed. And I That's grew up in Kansas City. Right. So it was, it was wild. It's yeah. definitely educational for us. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Does this is this on TV as well as online? I've only ever watched it online. Oh, we actually yeah. don't have cable, but so is it? When does it air on I'm TV? I'm like you. I don't have cable either. But yes, we air so Monday through Friday mm -hmm. on NBC or Channel Three okay. here in Wichita. Gotcha. Um, Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty, and then Sunday mornings. Okay. Ten thirty a.m. Cool. And do most people reach out to you guys, or do you find the stories and reach out to them? A little bit of both. A little bit yeah. of both. Yeah, which I think is the, the cool part for us because we yeah. do get to have some say and um, showcase what we think is important, yeah. but then we have a lot of people who reach out in need of help yeah. or, um, you know, just important things yeah. that we feel like we should have. Or what's been awesome is we'll be on a shoot mm -hmm. and someone will be like, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, this person's doing this amazing event in the community the next week. You should oh, reach cool. out to them mm -hmm. or I can give you their contact info. So. You know, so one person will connect you to another. And oh, yeah. So it's, a, it's kind of a mix of everything. That's awesome. So let's we know what Good Day Kansas is. So I want to know a little bit about you guys and what brought you to Wichita specifically, even Kansas, for your sake. So, Josh, we'll start with you. Um, where did you grow up? What's your story? So I grew up in New York, kind of a long ways uh, from here. <laughs> I went to school uh, in Connecticut. I went to Quinnipiac University, and I studied journalism there. I was, you know, you did your research. I was the founding <laughs> father of the Alpha Epsilon Pi fraternity, AE Pi, loved being a part of it. It was a lot of fun to kind of start it and just I don't know, be a part of it. I mean, I, to yeah, me, that's know, really cool. Some people 
don't love the look of Greek life, but I loved being a part of it and still very close with everyone that I was in the fraternity with and graduated in May. And I always, you know, throughout college, I, I did a lot of student media work. So I covered the basketball teams. In the last few years, it kind of evolved to doing personality pieces with the players and then yeah. people in the administration or just around campus. And uh, lucky enough to be here, kind of sent my, my tape out. And I actually, I took this job without even coming to Kansas. Wow. Um, I spoke you know, to Jillian and the rest of the team, and I was so completely sold yeah. on their mission and, and what they did in the community and how the operation ran that I, w I, didn't, I didn't need to come out. For sure. And so I, I'm very happy here. It's been a lot of fun. Everyone at the station, including the Good Day Kansas team, but really the reporters and producers has, have been really welcoming to me. A lot of them maybe aren't necessarily from Kansas, so they know mm -hmm. what that movie's like. And it's just been incredible. Yeah, it's a great story, and welcome to Kansas. Thank you. So we're glad. It's cool to see how Good Day Kansas has kind of grown from just Jillian to you guys, and the the team behind it all is really yeah. cool. Um, did you always have an act for being in front of the camera, or what was your story kind of through college with the different um, projects and yeah. everything you're working on? So up until college, it was something that I thought would be cool, but I'd never even yeah. I didn't know how the media world worked i didn't have like an internship i didn't really have i i knew one person in the industry but sure. not v very close to me i didn't have a relative in it so it's kind of something that i looked on tv and i was like oh this is awesome and then i was always into sports growing up never yeah. was good enough to play any sports so i always <laughs> i always hoped to be around it and so of course like you'd hope to be on espn but you don't know how to go about that and right. then I showed up uh, my first day. My friends like to joke in like this baggy sweatshirt, like this little freshman. I walked into the TV station. I said, is this the radio station? Because I always loved radio. And they were like, no, this is the TV station. <laughs> and uh, I kind of, I really got to know the, the people that were in the TV station and I loved it. And I started covering the basketball teams and just with each story, which with each press conference and, and game and everything, I really liked it more and more. And I felt pretty comfortable on air. I felt like I was just kind of being yeah. my goofy self. And uh, it just evolved into being more comfortable and then being more confident. And then that evolving into doing pieces that I could kind of show some creativity. In. Yeah. What do you think most improved your skills? Was it just practice reps in front, talking to players every day? What, yeah. what, what improved the most or how? I would say, yeah, doing it a lot and, and gaining that confidence. And it's, it's like, you know, they say sports slow down for athletes when they once they get yeah. comfortable and it would be like i remember my first time being on air it literally went in a blink because it was it went so fast for oh, me. oh yeah and then by my senior year i'd be in the middle of a debate or something and you know for like a sports debate mm -hmm. and i would could write down what they were saying yeah and repeat it back then because i was so in the moment sure and it just came with you know growing you had to grow as a person you know that was kind of a lot of what college was for me was growing as a person yeah and so as I was able to, that I was able to kind of do more, um, have a clear direction of where I wanted to be after school. Definitely. And, and so kind of work my way back and do pieces like that. Cool. So a couple of the projects that I found uh, kind of doing the research, you would <laughs> interview the president while riding around in a golf cart, and then you would do some hidden cameras and pranks. Can you tell, do you have any good stories yeah, about those? I do. So, um, so I'm a big fan of the show Impractical Jokers. Mm -hmm. Love and, it. And uh, I mean, like, we, I came to school and I was like, dude, we got all these cameras. Like, let's do it. And like I said, like, I don't think I was ready or I was ready to, you know, kind of led those projects, mm -hmm. I would say. It's like, I don't think I was ready to do that freshman, sophomore, even junior year. And senior year, I did this, like, our TV station put on, like, a male pageant every, <laughs> every year. It was, like, kind of like a joke on the whole concept of it. Um, and so I had these funny guys I was doing it with for the station 
was like, hey guys, like let's do this. And I didn't really, I wasn't really the one planning it, but we did it and it was a lot of fun. And then my senior year, I was like, hey guys, like let's do this for real. So we sat down, we had like a meeting, we planned it out. Um, we had, I think three camera people, five of us on air. We filmed <laughs> for about three hours and we got like seven minutes. Um, but just that's like, a lot of work for seven. Yeah, minutes. but but like we got, we got seven good minutes. Right, we right. Just, yeah, we, we got thirty <laughs> minutes. And so what was a lot of fun was like I posted that on Instagram. Like it took a minute and I put yeah. it on Instagram, and just to get the reaction, like it was finals time, and people I got a couple of texts that were like, even if it was one, just saying like, you know, I was in the library studying all day, and like I needed a laugh, and like you get, you know, like it's yeah, fun oh, yeah. stuff around Feels good. campus, and um, then the president, I had a lot of ideas for stuff I could do <laughs> towards the end of school. And um, it was kind of tough to do things with the athletes, but the administration was a little different. So we hired a new president uh, my senior year, mm -hmm. my university did. And I was like, you know, our station did a lot with news in terms of like covering her press conferences and covering her policies. But mm -hmm. um, that was never something I was into. And I was like, look, we don't really know anything about her. Um, so let me do something where it was kind of fun. And I had this idea of, I, I literally remember coming up with it. I was driving one day and I was like, this is what I have to do. This will be so much fun. It was January, and then I sat on it and kind of planned it, like, occasionally and yeah. up until the basketball season ended, and then I shifted my focus. So I had to go. First, I convinced the people at the station, like, the higher, you know, the president yeah, yeah. of our station, and kind of said, like, look, like, this is what I want to do. And um, he took a little bit of convincing, but not much because he yeah. saw I was serious about it. Then about, like, a couple of weeks of back and forth with the – president's people and, mm -hmm. and sitting down with them and i presented them with i think eight ideas they were like bake a cake <laughs> with her uh play like a game of monopoly or like just fun stuff yeah. like get her in a setting where it's a lot of fun and the golf cart was my number number one sure and for them it was like yeah let's drive around this beautiful campus and um we went they were sold on that and we went a couple of days before and we test drove the golf course <laughs> my friends and i and that was a lot of fun and then we set it up we had two gopros four camera people <laughs> Um, a golf cart ahead of us with uh, like her people, people driving it, a security guard. Like literally, it was like the whole thing. Yeah. So we went for about forty-five minutes. Um, I cut it down to I think about seventeen, and it was the top thing that led my reel that I sent out. I'm, I'm that's really cool. Kind of proud of it, and it was a it was a great experience. It was Very a lot cool. Of fun. So uh, just to kind of wrap that up, what goes on a reel and what advice would you have for people that are trying to kind of break into the media industry? That's a really good question. Yeah, good question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A reel is, you, it's it's your highlight reel. It's what you think represents you the best. And so I had one for sports um, sports reporting, mm -hmm. and I just didn't feel like it was that strong. I feel like my strong point was my personality and, and creativity and stuff. So it was all, like, my reel was mostly my senior year and mostly my second semester. I was lucky enough to shift my focus and then allowed, people allowed me to, to interview right. them in that light. And I tell, like, the kids – not kids. I mean, they're a couple years younger and students sure. in College still at Quinnipiac. I like I skyped in with them, and I was like, "You guys should keep it real throughout, um, just to kind of so you can watch yourself and you can show people and get feedback." But don't even think about really setting that off for jobs until like March of your yeah. senior year. So then, really, your senior year, think about where you want to be after graduation, and then work your way back from yeah. there. And that's kind of what I did. That's a really cool story. So hopefully, some people can learn from that and yeah. take the jump as well. Um, so Jillian, yes. you're originally from Long Island, yes. but you grew up in Kansas City. Isn't it weird that we're both? I know. It is funny, yeah. East Coasters and but um, yeah. So talk about a little bit about growing up in Kansas City. 
So, yeah, so we moved out. My father, after his military career, he mm-hmm. was with Sprint, and okay. Sprint moved their headquarters there, the whole yeah. entire campus. So they moved us out a little bit before that, um, and just in preparation. So moved out there, and, um, you know, my dad grew up in a project building in the Bronx, and my mother grew up in Queens, and they were bootstrappers and, like, yeah. the hardest people, hardest working people that I know to sure. this day. And so them to move their family out to Leewood, Kansas. Um, it a was, bit it of was a change. A, a huge culture shock, yes. And so, um, but they fought tooth and nail to just provide everything that was, you know, necessary. Yeah. I'm one of five children, so big family. Yeah. But loved it out there. Played every sport under the sun. Like I said, had a lot of, a lot of big family. So my siblings meant the world to me, and um, was just really lucky. Kansas City is a really cool place to live. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Um, so then what was the next step? You went to college and played soccer. And what did you study there? Yeah, so um, elementary education. Okay. Yeah, I always knew that was a goal for I set for myself. I wanted to play Division One soccer. I wanted to earn a scholarship. Um, and achieving that goal probably is still one of the things I'm most proud yeah, of. Um, that's really special. Studied education with a coaching minor. I always mm-hmm. had phenomenal mentors and coaches in my life, Yeah. Um, which really molded the direction I wanted to go. Nice. Um, so then you taught for a while. I did. Um, what prompted the change in career? Yeah, so um, I think from the time I was in probably third grade, I wanted to be a teacher and a coach. And again, it was because of mentors in my life. And I, I did that for a long time and um, absolutely loved it. But um, education's changed quite a bit, yeah. um, even back when I was teaching. Um, but really the, the moment was I lost my dad to cancer, and Same. it was a tough um, anything like that is yeah. just really tough and it is a okay stop and reevaluate everything that you do right sure. um, and identify myself first always even though my situation is different now but as an athlete mm-hmm. um, I used to be able to move a little bit nowadays it's different <laughs> but um, I always wanted to be around sports and so while teaching and you know educating kids and, and, and keeping that in the forefront I was still coaching as well okay um, lost my dad and, and there was m- so much in me that just was pulling back to the sports world so I was really lucky to be involved with the Kansas City Chiefs for a very long time and again coaching and mm-hmm. sports was always a part of who I was yeah. probably the biggest part but when he um, when I no longer had him physically here with me it was one of those moments where I was like I am doing this you know yeah. I am putting aside everything I know to be me and normal and right but I'm gonna pursue this goal and so went after sports broadcast and um, never looked back. (laughs) That's cool, yeah. So it sounds like you did pretty well there as a digital host, a reporter. Um, I think you won an award, so that's pretty (laughs) awesome. I don't know what their (laughs) awards are for that, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I had a really, really uh, great time with the Kansas City Chiefs Mm -hmm. in-house production crew. And um, it was just, again, I'm just the word ambition means so much to me and so there's given there's opportunities that might be given to you in this in this world but the ones that you earn yeah. won't mean the most to me and so I was able to earn a couple of opportunities there which landed me on that team which then propelled a career so sure. so grateful for them and all the time I spent there very cool yeah and we can't talk about the Chiefs without mentioning you were a Chiefs cheerleader yeah. so that's pretty awesome so <laughs> how was time. that experience it's not like it would be if I was a cheerleader this year I will tell yeah, you yeah seriously <laughs> um Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, Six years of my life, I met some of the the most amazing women um, Mm -hmm. and best friends to this day. Um, One incredible mentor, my my coach there, Mm -hmm. Um, still very heavily involved in that program just because it means that much to me. And and really that, I was a part of the team when I did lose my dad. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just what kept me together. Obviously my family, but I was there to keep them together, you yeah. know, and then my chief's family kept me together. So yeah. 
it was incredible. They're they're a phenomenal group of women, um, and they do so much in the community. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And how about those Chiefs this year? I'm not the Pretty I'm saying, awesome. man. Are you rooting for the Chiefs yet? <laughs> yeah. We've got him. We've got him. As a Giants fan, you know, I just hate the Patriots. So, so we I think late. everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that can get them not – I mean, in addition to rooting for the Chiefs, right. Patrick oh, yeah. Mahomes, such a likable guy. Right. Um, but anything to stop the Patriots. Yeah. I think, we, I think everyone I can, can agree. Help. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and just side note, how do you feel about Eli getting benched? And uh, about time? I, I mean, Eli was my guy, man. Like, it's it's kind of weird. I grew up watching – like, I remember being a fan in 2004, and, like, it was the Giants hired Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning. And, like, I for some reason, like, I remember, like, that was when I became a fan. Not because yeah. of them necessarily, but I was, like, I think six or something. And every Sunday yeah. for 14 years, he suited up. Yeah. Uh, except for one day when he had to get benched for Dino Smith. But, well, it's, uh, that's <laughs> for another podcast. But – it's time, you know, like yeah. it was time, and I wish they maybe could have announced it before the Bills game and given him a home standing ovation. I'm sure they'll do something for him this year at the last home game. Hopefully they will, but he'll have his number retired. Hall of Fame is up for debate. I can go either way, to be honest. I'm not so delusional, <laughs> but um, it's time, and I'm excited for the new chapter. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just to kind of wrap up your story, yeah. um, Better KC, can you talk about yeah. that? And was that kind of, did that help lead into Good Day Kansas? Certainly, yeah. So Better KC, Better mm-hmm. Kansas City, um, is the lifestyle entertainment show on mm-hmm. the CBS affiliate in Kansas City. Okay. And while I was sideline reporter, digital host for the Chiefs, I also um, appeared on there regularly. And again, going back to like earning those opportunities, mm-hmm. I was appearing as a guest okay. and then earned myself a hosting position. Yeah. So that was just the next step on the ladder for me. Um, and I was just a part part-time co-host so um but that introduced me to the lifestyle entertainment television show format right. which as we spoke about includes just like everything i love fitness yeah. people community food clothes all the things um so that was my first taste of the lifestyle show and sure. then um held on to my my sports world with sideline reporting for their sporting kansas city mm-hmm. but then learned about this opportunity and it was it was so much about the lifestyle show but then also starting it Right. To me, that oh, was yeah. something so unique. And so, yes, my time at, to, to wrap it up, my time at Better KC definitely propelled me into Good Day Kansas. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so now I just have kind of a few questions that I've kind of pick and choose from different podcasts that I listen to, and then we'll get into some Wichita-based questions. Cool. Um, so the first thing, you guys can take turns answering, um, what is something you often recommend to people, a book, a podcast, anything like that? I, so I would love to read more, <laughs> yeah. but podcasting is easier. Or listening is easier, oh, yeah, isn't it, is. it? I'm like the former teacher Multitask. is like, go read a book. But then, I don't know, the busy person in me is like, read a podcast or listen to a podcast <laughs> when you drive back home to KC. Anyway, um, there's a really cool one called Girl, Wash Your Face. Okay. It is all about um, choosing joy and how much your attitude and your approach to the, the worst of worst situations, um, how much your attitude really can dictate the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do I answer too? Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to, if you have something. Um, I mean, I I don't know if there's a specific thing. I don't know if this answers your question, but, like, I they see my frustration. I don't get frustrated a lot, but the only thing is, like, a lot of times I think people uh, more in, like, a culture right now where people, like, it's more fun to destroy someone else's career instead of build them up. And, like, you see, like, whenever someone has achieved success, like, the first thing people do is they go through that person's whole history yeah. to see what they can break them down for. And I think you should just stop doing that. All right. Just stop. Just, like, if it comes up, it comes up. But, like, 
week, like take that time and energy and focus it on yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And of course, we both recommend that you watch Good Day Gander. Uh, yes. Perfect. Well, that's that's we're we're going to link everything up, so that'll be the number one link on there. Um, do you guys have a favorite failure in any aspect of your life? This is kind of a, it's like a deeper question, so we yeah. don't have anything off the bat, no problem. But No, I think that, um, I think it's such a good, I saw it just as I glanced down, but honestly, this sounds so crazy, but that's my biggest fear, but it's also my, I think, a greatest accomplishment, because every failure if you can turn, if you can rebound, and if you can learn from it and make it into a positive, then it, it, it becomes such a celebration. So I don't know that I have a favorite failure, um, but definitely just embracing it, you yeah, know, no, absolutely, and, and letting it be. But again, it's like my biggest, my biggest fear. So it's a, it's a, it's a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think all my failures are my favorites. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I would say, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have one. I think just, yeah. like I said, I'm a huge comedy fan. So turning into Something funny to get through it is, I guess, what I like to do. But mm -hmm. And um, you do well. <laughs> I don't think I have a favorite one. Sure. Um, what is your definition of success, oh, if you God. had to define it? <sighs> ratings. We're, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just said ratings. We're both working on it. We're both definitely working on it. Um, definition? Uh, I don't know. Smiling. Yeah, I would say being happy yeah. and people around me knowing that I love them and the community knowing that I want to help and support mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a life motto that you live by or what's some of the best advice you've ever received? Ooh. The question, the deepness is crazy. Um, I don't have like a motto. Um, I just... Hakuna Matata. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I'm not very into inspirational quotes. I was actually asked this the other day. It's not something that I, I don't have one on my wall. My mm -hmm. wall actually says, do sharks complain about Mondays? No, they're out doing shark things, biting things, whatever. Um, so live your life like a shark or something stupid like that. Um, so I wouldn't say I have one, but yeah, I guess I wouldn't say. You maybe want to sing Baby Shark yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I would just, my, my dad uh, being a military man, we... Mm -hmm have that mindset he would always yeah. say the only easy day was yesterday um just i always want to be like the hardest worker in the room and just having that kind of drive mm -hmm. and um but not a not a motto i guess i don't know yeah that's fine um what is a habit that you've developed over the past few years that's most improved your life Ooh. some people is getting up early some i don't know whatever you guys got um i think self-reflection i think just being mindful of stopping and just reflecting whether it be after a, a segment that we've done or a conversation I've mm -hmm. had or even just um how I handle the situation but definitely just being mindful at the end of the day just stopping and like self-reflecting how did I approach it how did you know all of those things and just um not to be selfish but think intrinsically about how right everything has gone I would say just um it's not the last couple of years, but I've always tried to have a positive attitude. I mean, I love what I do. Like, I love this job, and I love doing it in school. And I saw a lot of people that, I mean, at school, it's not a job, right? It's a, right. It's a club. And I saw people that were constantly getting frustrated and just, you know, evaluate, like, what your priorities are and um, figure out a way to not be like that. You know, I feel like I walk into the office and um, always just try, you know, we have an office administrator that I always kind of like to just make smile like that's like a goal of mine like walk in and walk out and always try to do something fun for her and um just try to have a positive attitude yeah 
All right, so get into some Wichita specific stuff. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite part of Wichita? Especially, it's cool to hear from people that didn't grow up here. So, what's your favorite part of Wichita, and are there any hidden gems that you found? Good question. I really, I find myself spending time in Clifton Square. Mm-hmm. Um, I in that College Hilly type oh, yeah. area. If that's yeah, if that makes definitely. sense. Yep. Um, it makes me. It just feels like a neighborhood. It feels like. Um, I mean, there's movers and shakers, don't get me wrong, and that's who I like to be around. But I don't know, I just like that mm-hmm. that vibe there. Definitely. Yeah. Have you heard of Chipotle? No, good. <laughs> um, what is that? I, I love Old Town. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I live, you know, I live in downtown, and so you walk in, there's plenty of places to go out on the weekend and have a fun time or, or you know, eat mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night. So I would say I, I haven't found, like, a hidden gem that I'm obsessed with, but I like to go out in Old Town and have, you know, it's a sure. lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anything you wish Wichita had that it doesn't? Or what would you improve about Wichita? Oh. I think we both would love a, a, a sports team, and it's coming. So mm-hmm. we're excited right about the corner, that. Yeah. I don't know if – I mean, I could answer I for mean, you with sports. For, <laughs> no, for me, actually, um, if anyone listening has the number of the person I can call so that the traffic lights can right. sync up <laughs> downtown, um, I think that I might make that my mission is to – to fix that, I would love if someone has a contact that I can get in touch with because I, I drive home from the station and it, it's infuriating. All right, we'll, we'll see what we can do about and that. And the drive yeah. home is what, like five minutes? Yeah, I mean, it's but f- it, the maps is four minutes. But, but it could like be, yeah. Like four <laughs> minutes. Um, what does Wichita mean to you guys? That's a good question. Um, you know, it means, so I think it means a, a lot for me, for both of us probably, like, as opportunity, because for both of us, this is such a huge, we're so, so grateful for this opportunity to come here and grow and mm-hmm. um, make good TV, yes, but celebrate people and share their story. And um, God, I'm getting emotional. So <laughs> I think to me, it means like opportunity, if that makes sense. I literally am getting emotional. <laughs> I would say, I, I, would, not see that coming. I would say growth, both personally and the city. I mean, like every time we do a shoot, yeah. someone's yeah. telling me about a new project that's being developed or a new restaurant or a new event or it's you know the second year and they're planning so much more for this event so growth I mean I'm I think I'm here at an awesome time oh yeah uh, a time when the city I mean I, the baseball team it's going to be incredible and and just little things around the city definitely do you guys have any final comments or calls to action we'll link up the good day Kansas page and a couple of the things you guys recommended but Thank what you. calls final call uh, comments or calls to action say you know check out us on social yeah. media at good day kansas on all social media instagram facebook and twitter we're working on the myspace but it's giving yeah. us a little problem <laughs> but you know just we love to highlight these events and these people because we think that whether it's in wichita or western kansas or whatever it is that like everyone has a has a great story of why they're forming this event or why they form this business or how they're how the proceeds from the business are helping the community. And, you know, we've talked to so many, but there's so many more out there that have stories like that. And either help put us in touch with them or reach out to us, or hopefully we'll find you. But, you know, we want to get you on the show. And just a big thank you, Landon and Candice, for what you're doing. Because what you're doing is, um, like, we want to be like that too, you Mm -hmm. know? And um, you can't go two blocks without seeing a Wichita flag. And you can't. The Civic Pride right now is, I mean, this city is thriving. and so. Again, like Josh mentioned, like we're so grateful that we're here at this time. Um, so thank you for all that you do and for going out on a limb and 
doing yeah. this Instagram and then making it a podcast, mm-hmm. like you guys are leaders in the city. So we're so grateful to be a part of this. And thank um, you. And thanks for letting us come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. And I'm excited to get this out there. So appreciate yes. it. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. Check us out on all our social media under at Wichita Life ICT. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and share with your friends. If you'd like to support the podcast, head over to Patreon and help us grow the podcast. Thanks again.